How's it going, Sha? Um, huh. oh, <laughs> hmm. F- fine. Mm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're barreling through. Okay. It will, we're barreling through. Uh, I I have faith that things will be fine. Hmm. You don't. That doesn't sound believable, does it? I I I I I was. I was in a good place until you started talking today. <laughs> I'm now so sorry. I, I, now I feel worried. Yeah, I, I feel I, like you know more than me. I so don't. You... I don't. Mm-mm, I don't think I do. I think it's just uh, uh, there. I've I've had some realization. I'm I'm having some realizations. Okay. Uh, uh, just about various things and uh trying to figure out my place in, in all of it and uh <laughs> i'm not happy with <laughs> where, where oh, i'm falling no. but um you know all, all all you can do is what you can do also i'm speaking like um uh inspirational posters but not even good inspirational posters okay <laughs> you know what i mean where it's like where an eagle is soaring and it, it's there's something underneath it that's just like success and underneath that in smaller letters is like you got this bitch or whatever i don't <laughs> i'm not even speaking there it's not even like that it's just like uh you know someone trying to zip up or unzip their dress right in the back by themselves and then, you know, it, then it says it's a picture of that with a, a, a word just like persistence. And underneath that in smaller letters, like that's what you get for being alone or something. You know what I mean? Like, I don't nothing is is coming together right now. But <laughs> I have I, I I think I have faith that it will. OK, <laughs> I, I don't I don't think faith works like that. Right. No, Isn't it doesn't. A, and I okay. normally don't have faith. Uh, so I. I I'm, I think those. I thought those were the way you were supposed to position those words. Okay. Um, so you know, again, we're 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 all learning and growing. See, here I am again doing it. I gotta stop. <laughs> I don't mean to do this. <laughs> oh man. Well, I mean, I was feeling uh, pretty put together until about five minutes ago. Okay. Now, sorry about I'm, that. I'm, well, I'm let's go nervous. back in time to six minutes ago. How are you doing? <laughs> I, I can't do that. I don't time travel. So now oh. I'm, I'm falling apart. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Sorry about you, that. It's all good. It's all good. You, you you need that emotional swing. It keeps you hungry, you know, keeps you working. I, 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 I appreciate moments of, uh, of feeling uncertain. I think despair uh, is a weird motivator. Despair is a weird mode. I I dare say it's one of the best motivators. Yeah, despair. I don't think, yeah, I don't think people uh, speak about it enough. You need like a little despair. You need a little bit of that. It's good. It's good for the soul. It's good for the. It's definitely good for the resume. Is it? Well, I don't know if you want the despair to show on the resume. Right. It doesn't show, but it 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 it, uh, it encourages the resume to look good. I think like the work you do because of the despair. Like oh. if I like when I see somebody resume, like when I was hiring people, and they would be like uh, sales, uh, you know, top three in the country, uh, four years running. I know he was going through some shit those years. Like, oh. there's no, you wasn't happy during that time. <laughs> it's impossible. 
mean? <laughs> okay, so you don't believe that anyone could just love their job? It could. It, it's probably despair. Yeah, I def- I think if you love your job, you're like top fifteen percent. Okay. But like out of like a hundred people, you're in the top fifteen. But like the top three people doing anything, I don't think they happy. <laughs> okay, so yeah. then what does this do for for you wanting to be the best? Yeah, I'm. I'm a, I've I've accepted that. Like I think that's a trade off. I think there's gonna be a portion of my life where I am I am working not for me but for the a goal of being great. So like I'm willing to trade off like 10 years of happiness in exchange for greatness. Oh, so you think you can limit the amount of time that you will be unhappy? I think I can limit that by how long I want to stay great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cuz I just want the crown once, you know what I mean? Okay. It's like fighting for the belt. Like Mike Tyson happy as shit now. Why? Because he ain't boxing no more. But he still was GOAT once. You know? But he ain't he didn't so like if he would have kept trying to maintain GOAT status, I think he would have been unhappier for longer. Okay. I think it's in that pursuit of trying to stay great that you uh you give up happiness. So there comes a point where you kinda have to like trade that back. And I think he's made that trade back. Huh. So you are willing to do what you got to do, uh, yeah. even if it means being unhappy, in order yep. to get the crown. And then you get the crown, and you take a couple of selfies in the crown. Oh, yeah. And then you let the kids take a couple of pictures in the crown, if they are still speaking to you. Amen. And and then you're just like, appreciate you. And you give the crown back after a few months. Yeah, like a year. I want it. I want it for a year. But yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm fully accepting. Like this is really, really like out there. It's like I'm nowhere near the where this is even realistic to put out there. But sure. I definitely want to be one of the great, like comedic people. Right. I want to be in particular. I want to be uh, the best storyteller in comedy. Okay. I really want that crown, mm-hmm. and I want it to be like. I want it to be public disc like publicly accepted like i want other people saying it not me saying it and i'm willing to accept that for like the next decade my work-life balance ain't gonna be great in order to get that but in turn i don't want to be the greatest of all time i just want to be considered one of the greats and that i was the greatest for a time okay so i think in order to get that i have to be willing to put away some time into just that and then in turn, once I get it, I'm cool. I don't, I don't need like I ain't th- I ain't trying to be the Yankees. I don't want I don't need 27 rings. I'm cool with just one. <laughs> I, I I'll tell all my boss stories forever after that shit. You know what I mean? And each like my logic is if if I lived in like Manhattan, it's different. You know what I mean? But like in East New York, if I win the ring just once, I'm never buying drinks out here again. I'm good. Gotcha. Like, I'm Gucci in my hood. Okay. So that's my goal. Like I want to be able to go to any corner till like I'm 70. And like, yo, nah, nah, Gaston don't pay for Arizona's at this bodega. You know what I'm saying? That's my dream. I want to just okay. walk in. Yo, he get heroes forever from this mm-hmm. corner store. I want you to dream bigger, but I also <laughs> don't want it to disrupt your life. I feel like a bigger dream will just add years to your unhappiness. 
Yeah. Uh, and I don't want to do that, but I do want you to aim higher than free Arizona iced teas. <laughs> That's just what I want for you. I, I mean, it's just I, like I'm cool with like more. It's just that I want because I don't want more from other people. I want mm-hmm. what my people can give me because it means more. You know what I mean? Sure. Like if I'm the GOAT storyteller for that like time frame, other people in other places who are more affluent will acknowledge it, but it'll mean more in my hood to me. So like I want like the Emmy, but I want to like I told you, I told you I, I want I want to take all the all the EGOT awards to Broadway Junction. Right. I want to take pictures out there. I want to bring it back to the people. Uh-huh. So yeah, I want that notoriety. But I want to, I want to, I want to cash that in for my people. I want, I want them to kind of like celebrate with me. So getting to Arizona from the from the corner stores would mean more to me. It's not that the Arizona means a lot in itself. Mm-hmm. It's what that person giving me in Arizona means because that like in Arizona to him is like you know when like like when Tyler Perry gave like uh, Tiffany Haddish that car. Like that's the same shit, you know. He don't. He, that's that's a Arizona to, to to Tyler Perry. He don't. He probably got them cars in stock. Like, oh yo, yo, thanks for that delivery, UPS guy. Here's a free car. You uh-huh. know what I mean? He just gives those out to people that he's friendly with that year. That, but it meant some to that UPS dude. He was like, oh, I went above and beyond that one time. Tiffany Haddish told that story. Same thing. The corner store dude giving me Arizonas when I walk around. That's gonna mean something to me. Well, that's something. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's good to have a have a realistic goal or to have a goal and be realistic about what it'll take to get there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I uh, I have very few goals, so <laughs> I don't <laughs> think about what it takes to get there. So then when I do make a goal and then I have to do whatever it takes, I'm like, well, no one told me about that part. <laughs> so, so I don't, I don't have like a, I want to be able to do this in the thing with the whatnot. I, I, you know, I, I don't necessarily have that, or perhaps I do. And I just don't uh, think about it because I know the work it'll take mm. and I have to, um, I'm pretty lazy. So I got to figure out if I really want to do that work. So, you know, um, the acknowledgement of knowing that you ho- you're holding yourself back doesn't make you hold yourself back less. <laughs> but it, does. <laughs> it does make you a bit of a bummer when it comes to small talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, lo- I love uh, discovering this hurdle that our show's had for the last year. Uh, <laughs> It's me. Let's kick off the show with the thing that Shalay was struggles with uh, the most. Oh my goodness! I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I don't know exactly what uh, feedback has been on, uh, you know, the Shalewa therapy ten minute intro, <laughs> um, where I come in and bleed all over the internet, and then you say something that's extremely East New Yorkian, and then we go into the news. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't know if that is what's holding us back or the fact that there are, you know, 511 podcasts. Um, (laughs) But uh, I'm going to blame the other podcasts. It can't be our 
nah. our secret sauce. We got a brand here, Sha. Which is a weird ass co host. That can't be it. Probably the other podcast. This is the most niche intro ever, okay? (laughs) Yeah. Why not? With that said, let's get into the news. Oh, yeah, let's do that. You know? Why not? Why not? Who says uh, uh, New Year's resolution for uh, segues? I'm going to add that uh, to, <laughs> <laughs> to my goals there. A uh, federal judge allows healthcare workers in New York to apply for religious exemptions to the COVID 19 vaccine mandate. A uh, federal judge has temporarily allowed healthcare workers in New York to apply for religious exemptions uh, to the state's COVID-19 mandate. Uh, U.S. District Judge David Hurd made the ruling on Tuesday, granting a preliminary injunction that allows healthcare workers to apply for religious exemptions considered by their employees. Hurd stated that the State Department of Health is barred from interfering in any way with the granting of religious exemptions from COVID-19 vaccination going forward or with the operation of exemptions already granted. Heard also barred the Department of Health from taking disciplinary or other action on licenses, certifications, residencies, or other professional statuses for those healthcare workers who have sought or obtained religious exemption. For the last um, last month, 17 healthcare workers, many of them unnamed doctors, residents, and nurses, filed a lawsuit objecting to New York State Department of Health's vaccine mandate, which didn't allow for religious exemptions. The judge issued a temporary restraining order on September 14th related to the religious exemptions. Okay, what religion is anti-vax? Yeah, I don't know at this point. I, I would have assumed Catholic, but they are not. They've been on board with it. Yeah, no, no. They're very much on board. <laughs> yeah, nah. He, <laughs> yo, the Pope was like, nah, you ain't getting me again. I've been yeah. behind eight ball on a lot of these things. Nope, I'm on board. <laughs> Vax me up. I got both vaxes. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I, who's I, against them? I don't know. I'm not saying show yourself. I'm not saying <laughs> I don't I'm not saying come down you know, to the stadium so we can stone you or anything. I'm just curious how much of a problem is this? Yeah, it's, I'm assuming that like this, I I mean, I don't want to like miss, like quote someone. My impression has been, is that this has been like, uh, like interpretation of, uh, certain readings so like i don't think any one religion from what i at least of the major ones mm-hmm. has that stance but i know some people have interpreted like certain readings like the sign of the beast thing um has been like a big thing that i've seen going around a lot uh, of christian wait, groups hold on hold on hold on what the, what is it if you i mean so <laughs> so let me get this straight so then if you think that the vaccine has the sign of the beast in it Right. You might be able you might be able to get a, and you're a doctor. <laughs> a nurse and you right. think the vaccine has the sign of the beast in it. You could right. get This is like a terrible Jeff Foxworthy bit. You could get <laughs> a religious exemption. Yeah. Mm, okay. Uh okay. Okay. That I mean, uh that's odd. Yeah. You got to put it out there though, but yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, if that is because I don't I, you know, I don't know all the religions. I'm sure there are a few that are just like, nah, um, <laughs> Christian scientists. OK, like uh, like, aren't you not really allowed to 
go to um, hospitals or get treat or some. I feel like there's something with the Christian scientists uh, that they've they've got a lot of restrictions in how they view healthcare. Right. Um, but I don't. Mm, I don't know. Okay. I, I I was just wondering, like, if this was so much of a problem that they were like, all right, look, we got to go ahead and grant this. Cause I, I mean, I, I haven't come across all well, except for one Lyft driver who spent the whole <laughs> drive um, telling me about the mark of the beast and actually how it's in um, uh, like luminescence or fluorescence or something. So okay. it, it's in under your skin, but it also glows, but you can only see it when someone waves a black light over it. He had of, wow. of the stories I mean, his might have been my favorite. That's no solid. one else was coming at it with a black light. So that means if you go to the club, it's right there. <laughs> it's right there. Um, in. Yeah, I don't know. That's why. Also, I want to make sure that we're. What about those people who can marry people? <laughs> what? You know, the people who go, they fill out a form online. You used to mail away for it, and you come back and you're oh. like. A, a preacher in the uh, some real basic church, right? Right, like you like a fake minister for yeah, but you're legal. You legal. You could do weddings, right? So, I mean, you can do weddings. Do you have any leadership? Like, can you also just be like, and I don't believe in vaccines, and these are the people who follow me, or is it only? Is there just a wedding only religion? Oh. No. <laughs> That's pretty, y'all. Like, I ain't gonna front. I'm I'm pro vax, mm-hmm. but I want to try that. Like, I want to see. I want to get a job and see if that loophole would work. You, I don't. Hmm, I don't know. I bet a lot of people don't know about this. Uh, that it's um, been granted that that this ruling has happened. I bet a yeah. lot of about a, a lot of New York people probably don't realize it. And and it's it's in a way it's kind of too late because it went into effect Tuesday, but uh, I know most of these places let everybody go Monday. Like yeah, uh, I know I mean, my I, it yeah. went into effect, but also like mandates have been in place and people have already lost jobs or walked out on jobs or whatever or just sucked it up and gotten the vaccine even if they didn't want to to keep their job and and that kind of thing. So. Right. It feels in a way that <laughs> I guess much in the way that if you're looking for a reason to not get it and you're like, what about religion at the last minute? <laughs> it feels like that is when they're like, OK, at the last minute. Fine, yeah. Yeah. I'm curious if uh, if Kyrie Irving will claim that he is a spiritual leader because of his crossovers. Look, what's going on with him? Like, to, to, what's, what's he doing? What's he going to do? <laughs> I, you, you know, I don't look, do, do whatever you have to do, but stop putting stress on my boo, Steve Nash's heart. <laughs> Y'all. <what? laughs> you hurting that poor Canadian man. So, okay. Let, let him try to do his job. Y'all start, y'all stop stressing him out. I'm pro that. I'm a Brooklyn fan. So, yeah, let's make that happen. (laughs) (laughs) Texas governor bans COVID-19 vaccine mandates by any employer in the state. Jeez. 
Okay. Uh, Texas Governor Greg Abbott on Monday issued an executive order banning all state entities, including private employers, from enforcing vaccine mandates. The latest escalation in the Republicans' resistance to public health measures during the COVID-19 pandemic. The order states that no entity in Texas can enforce vaccine vaccination against anyone in the state who objects for any reason of personal conscience based on a, a religious belief or for medical reasons, including prior recovery from COVID-19. COVID, the COVID-19 uh, vaccine is safe, effective, and our best defense against the virus, but should remain voluntary and never forced, Abbott said in a statement. I feel like he said, oh, word, New York got this popping? Nah, nah, I'm going to take that. I'm going to take it the other way. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is, wow. I mean, I feel, for something that's supposed to be voluntary, why are you making it? Um. And also, it's an executive order. So to me, an executive order is when... Have you seen the movie The Wiz? Nah. Okay. Do you know what movie I'm talking about? I, I sound familiar, but I it's have not seen It's a black that. version of The Wizard of Oz. Okay. That came out in like late 70s, early 80s. It was a Broadway show. And then they okay. made a movie of it. And so Wizard of Oz, you know, you got your Dorothy, Scarecrow, Tin Man, Lion. Uh, so Dorothy is, um, Diana Ross, which is pushing it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I think she was supposed to be a 25 year old woman and she was 36 when she played it. I don't know, but you get it. Um, the scarecrow was Michael Jackson. The tin man was, um, Nipsey Russell and the lion was Ted Ross and it's based in New York. So, Instead of Dorothy, um, like, living with her aunt and uncle or whatever and never really going outside or whatever, this Dorothy lives with her aunt and uncle, but she's never gone below 125th Street. So there's a big snowstorm. She gets caught up in a snowstorm like the tornado, and she's in the rest of New York okay, uh, where she meets everybody. And I forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> Sometimes you just won't bring up a good movie. This cast looks incredible. I, just got, I got caught up. Okay, wait, hold on. We were. T- oh, yes. Anywho, got it. So, um, so they're doing it. You know, they uh, they're going down the yellow brick road. But in the movie, they're singing "Ease on Down the Road." I can't believe I have to reenact this for you. You really should watch The Wiz. I'm I'm on board. Once you said the cast, I was in it. Okay, so when they get to Emerald City. Which um, I think is like (laughs) like South Manhattan or something. Maybe it's like the South Street Seaport or some shit. Anyway, um, they get there and everybody looks to be dressed in green and they're all parading about. And then there's a, a fanfare. And then The Wiz announces The Wiz, by the way, played by Richard Pryor. Okay. Um, the Wiz announces that he's tired of green. Um, that color is dead. The new color is red. And then everything turns red, right? And now they're all prancing around in red and singing songs about being in red or whatever. So the Wiz just occasionally will just change the color. He'll just come out and make a proclamation and change the color. And that's what the story is giving me. <laughs> What a roundabout way to say it. 
but because it wasn't in the Wizard of Oz, it was. In, I'm thinking of the Wiz, where there's just like a, and then Greg Abbott goes, nobody oh, gets nothing, and then everyone's like, I guess I go without, and stuff disappears. You know what I mean? Like that's. <laughs> that's just how it feels if you are a listener and you watch the whiz and i have a feeling there are probably at least five of you that know what i'm talking about <laughs> listen i don't want to get any dms next week talking about i make too much east new york references that was the most niche shit ever and i'm fully on board for it <laughs> let's do it yeah, Pro yeah, whiz. Yeah. that's the homework for me this week i'm watching the whiz yeah i want to see michael jackson be scarecrow Oh my goodness, he has a great song called You Can't Win that he sings when the crows are harassing him. It's <laughs> it's something. It's is, really something. When is the this um, who, uh, bad Nipsey witch who, got his who, name who uh, has like a fact. First off, the bad witch towards the end, like sh- Dorothy lands on one witch and then that one's sister, you know, the wicked witch. Yeah. When they show her, it's uh, played by the actress Mabel King, who was the mother on What's Happening, if that means anything okay. to you, it may not. And so she's singing. She her place that she set up is a sweatshop. <laughs> Look, oh as God. a New Yorker, you should watch it just off rip. Yeah, I'm game. Like it is truly. And then because I was a kid when it came out, so I remember like I think we saw it on Broadway when I was a kid, and we saw it like in the movie theaters. Like it's very important, but it's very much like what the city looked like as a kid. Just like all these big things and the like the lion is one of the lions in front of the library. You know what I mean? Like it's <laughs> it's really great. It's really great. But okay. um, yeah. Anywho, this dude making proclamations that, you know, the color is now gold is just bullshit. <laughs> Which is ultimately the um lesson of the whiz. <laughs> hey, I'm with it. You know, my. I got to tell you a side benefit of you telling me this is that I realize Wikipedia is tailored to people like me because I click on his page. Mm-hmm. I'm reading the credits, Diane Ross, Michael Jackson, Nipsey Russell. I click and I'm like, Nipsey Russell. I click on that. And the first thing it says, Nipsey Russell, not to be confused with Nipsey Hussle. Thank you. Like, you know, there's people like me out here that don't know the difference until I read the profile. I see the yeah, pictures. yeah. Look, I'll tell you what. When Nipsey Hussle came out, I was like, I'm not sure I really care to hear any of his music, but that name is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But that is simply because I love Nipsey Russell. So much. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Oh, that's so great. But you gotta learn your you gotta learn your history, be it Wikipedia or some crazy 50-year-old lady ranting at you from a podcast. <laughs> gotta learn your history, kids. The Wiz, the film. Check it out. We're gonna talk about it next week. In the we absolutely group. are. <laughs> uh, Wisconsin parents file a lawsuit against school districts over their children's COVID-19 infections. So this is all over the place. Okay, uh, Wisconsin parents are suing two school districts over the COVID-19 mitigation efforts, um, arguing that the systems uh, failed to protect their children from getting infected. The first lawsuit was filed in federal court last week by Shannon Jensen against the Waukesha School District, uh, the Waukesha School uh, Board of Education, and a number of school board members and district employees, according to court documents. Then on Monday, Gina uh, killed Dow. Uh, filed a separate complaint against the Fall Creek School District 
uh, the board, its superintendent and individual board members for recklessly refusing to implement COVID-19 mitigation strategies recommended by the CDC. By bringing students back to class around unmasked staff, reinstituting extracurricular activities and allowing potentially contagious visitors and volunteers into the school without masks, FCSD and the board threw students into a COVID-19 snake pit, creating an affirmative duty to keep their students safe from COVID-19. Huh. Whoa, she came with bars. I'm with it. All right. So... I look, I, I struggle to really understand um, how hard this is for parents. I don't struggle to understand. I fully understand how hard it is. I guess I struggle um, uh, in general with feelings. So, (laughs) so I am like, what, uh, I get that you've got to take the, like the kids got to go back right and i get that a lot of schools are like hey it's either come back or nothing um and i i i guess you you feel like you have no choice right you know what i mean like some places maybe you just feel like if i don't do this what do i do homeschool them i can't homeschool them i can't be home right right or i don't have the credentials although i know that there are there are um, there's a lot more material for people who want to homeschool. You just have to be careful that you are getting um, the correct uh, accredited material for where you are and that it's not connected to some sort of wing nut, <laughs> you know, group. <laughs> um, that it is about education and not indoctrination, right? It's a thing right. you got to look for. For um, sure. And I, I, so I get being very mad, very upset that you're just like, everybody come back. You don't need a mask. It's, you know, it'll be the honor system. Uh, you don't look like you have COVID. I like, I, I get wanting to be that upset, but there's still a part of me that's like, man, there was no way that you could do homeschooling or, or something, or just be like, maybe we'll just sit this year out. I don't know. It's so It's so tough. It's super tough. And I really feel for them. And I don't I I don't necessarily feel for any school district who's not like, all right, at least put masks on. Yeah, I mean, at the very least, that's kind of where like my my issue starts with this. Like, I'm okay with, you know, like it is what it is. Different people believe different things. And the people in the power the people in power in that area in wisconsin seem to not uh believe that you know uh mandating the educational staff at these schools to be vaccinated is a thing i'm fine with that but man like the mask like is that really like that big of a demand to make when you're around i feel like schools and like hospitals like those are the two groups where, like, ah, right, you're around minors and you're around, like, um, people that are sick. Mm-hmm. Like, you could rock a mask around them people. Yeah. And the rest of the day, cool. Like, I get it. I ain't forcing you to get the shot. I ain't forcing you. To, I ain't gonna force you to wear a mask outside. But like, I feel like as like as a society, like, I thought we kind of like we were past this point where like, ah, right, for these two crews, we kind of like. You know, we, 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 we let it vibe like the whole like, you know, like the Titanic goes down women and children. Like we say that 
You know, like right. I didn't think we was going, we was reneging on one of those already. Like, right. Oh nah, nah, like not all the kids, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's just wild to me that like this is even like a thing that like had to be fought over that these women have to go in for. Um but yeah, I also hear you in terms of like um I wish there were other alternatives. Um that um and I'm sure they are, but they're just not easy. Right. Um I do I, I, I am gonna keep putting this out there. I want there to be uh classes on YouTube. I feel like there should be free school on YouTube so that like anywhere you are in the world, if you don't have access to a building, you can you have access to an education. Mm-hmm. And then in situations like this, you could be like, yo, my kid went to YouTube the last two weeks. You know, he had a cold or some shit. And it covers the same classes. Now I mean and you could show the work and by showing what days of YouTube work the kid did, the teacher in the actual school could verify that the work kept up. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I think the issue with that is uh, that's a, that is for all intents and purposes, a centralized education system. Right. And um, <laughs> America don't do so well with centralized. <laughs> <laughs> We ain't trying to centralize nothing. Every man is its own country. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm. I'm. I'm I want to figure this out. I feel like there's a way of solving this. We're we're we're, we're making this too hard. It, it, it shouldn't be this complicated. Yeah, that's true. Oh my goodness. I. I mean. I hope. I guess. I hope they win. But mostly, I just want everybody to put a mask on if you are in these, you know, hot zones. In yeah. the hot zones of the school, in the hot zones of a, um, you know, a retired home, you know, nursing facility, whatever we're calling them. I don't know. Old folks. And in the hospital, like, I just, I, I can't see, we've already seen that it, it works. We've already yeah. seen that it works. Uh, yeah. And they look cool. Like, I got to tell you, just stylistically, you should be wearing masks anyway. Yeah, I'm pro I think um, I, I think a lot of people have uh, trouble with the stylistic part of it. Okay. Yeah, I think it's. I think <laughs> I think um, you can say that, but I I think that uh, that is very <laughs> overwhelming for some people. Just <laughs> judging by, I, I saw someone tweet out something where I guess it was like a picture of the women's clothing section in a Target, and it was just like sweats, right? Multicolored. Yeah sweats and she she was just like oh this is fashion look at it such a mess they just it's such shapeless sweats and how are we supposed pastel colors how are we supposed to do anything well and i was like i mean i bought one of those sweatshirts and i wear it with a skirt that's not in there like y'all can't just pair things up differently (laughs) and then i realized no no a lot of people can't so so (laughs) i think i think a lot of people they can't wrap their heads around like like to them, it's easier to be an individual without a mask than to just wear a, a mask that, you know, I don't know. It's so weird. Everybody's so weird about okay. this. And I just want you to fucking slap them, one of those little blue medical ones on and let's keep it moving. That's it. You know what? Yeah. New rule. Everybody that buys a mask is a free bedazzler. You know what oh, I mean? Wow. You can do stuff with it. <laughs> bedazzler and like your choice of five stickers. Oh wow! You okay, know, I think stickers that's, on the. Let's you know try what? I mean, people are wearing the Crocs with the weird little bobbles stuck in yeah. them. Yeah, and that's uh, that's odd to me. 
but it's also like buttons on a jacket. That I understand. We start Put a button some. on your mat. Well, maybe not. That's going to get the air through. Yeah, There's not a way. That. I don't know. An iron on? I'm not sure. We'll work it out. There's a movement starting here. Okay. Uh, in other news, uh, Amazon will let individual teams decide how much time they spend in the office. Um, Amazon is shifting its approach to remote work again, giving its workers more control over how much time they spend in the office and opening the door for more corporate workers to continue working from home. The company will now allow individual teams to decide which policy works for them, ranging from full-time return to office life to remaining mostly remote. Um, Amazon CEO Andy Jassy uh, said in a note to employees on Monday, at a company of our size, there is no one-size-fits-all approach for how every team works best. For our corporate roles, instead of specifying that people work a baseline of three days a week in the office, we're going to leave this decision up to individual teams. He added, referring to the Amazon's uh, earlier policy of how often it should require employees to be present in person. Company directors will decide what frequency of in-person work suits their teams. Man, yeah. look, at that this is this this kind of thing is what my uh, daily life, uh, my daytime life is about. Yeah, like figuring out how to come back to the office and what that looks like and it's a conversation that we've been having for the better part of this year and um i'm tired (laughs) (laughs) i'm tired and it's such a fraught conversation and i i it's it's so it's a lot and it's a depending on your size and how your company works it's a lot of people with anxieties that just ratcheted up to 11 um nervous about everything even things that they can control things that they can't control and a a different you know and then trying to manage that and it's it's so much i absolutely understand this approach of just like maybe every section should decide how they want to do it i i feel that I also feel like this is Andy saying, yo, I don't want to handle this shit. I'm going to pass the ball. Oh, no. No boss wants to handle this. <laughs> no no boss wants to handle Every one of them is just like, well, I'll just let you guys decide. And then uh, that level looks down. It's just a reverse pyramid scheme. I'll let <laughs> you guys decide. And, I mean, if you get down to the bottom, we're like, I don't feel like doing this ever again. Uh, yeah, still cut me either. my check, though. Like, you know what I mean? But there are also people who are like, I absolutely have to come in because i cannot do work where i how i'm living right right and so like it's you know it it would make sense it would it it seems like it would make people um happier to do their job if they were able to do it in a way that works out well for them and their lifestyle no matter how that works right right. um, and how that looks different for different people uh and how the freedom to do that would uh free up a lot of time and anxiety a lot that their brain is going through trying to jump through these hoops these arbitrary hoops when we all see right now that it is possible to do it in different ways and still get things done right. um but you know ain't no one trying to hear that yeah. <laughs> capitalism ain't trying to hear that shit <laughs> yo because i'm reading this and like i felt like he was like i ain't gonna tell y'all what to do 
I think this three-day shit was a dope idea, but I'm going to let you pick. Yes, you right. You know what I mean? I'm going to let Be- you come on board with me. Because they, you know, you got to justify paying rent. This you is, gotta, this you know? feels like when like you, you, you tell your kid, I ain't going to tell you what to do, but you expect them to do what you want them to do anyway. Right. You know? So like, I feel like this was the energy he was putting out there. Like you going you shouldn't, I'm going to let you decide to do what I want you to do. Yeah. Which is emotionally, <laughs> that's still heavy. Oh like, yeah. That's not fair. At all. Now, you know what I mean? It's just like, Hey man, I'm not going to, I, I because here's what I want to do. And then now if that's what you want to do, okay. I mean, if that's what you want to do, it's mm-hmm. like, it is. But now, you know, you got people look giving you the side eye who uh, opted yeah. to go a different way. So now you're like, well, I get the feeling that boss man wants me to do it this way, even though that is not what works for me. But I mean, it hadn't worked for me before and I still kept the job. So, you know what I mean? It's just, it's kind of wild that we've been through and are still going through this life-altering pandemic, um, and so and we've seen how so many things are affected and changed. And I say this, I feel like a couple of times a month, I say this on this podcast, <laughs> and we still and people are still just like, well, back to how it was before, and that wasn't ideal for some people. And instead yeah. of like acknowledging that and all that stuff, we're just like, yep, everyone, back to what you were doing before. And it's like, well, before I was crying every day before I got out of bed, but yeah, I guess back to it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh man, yeah, that, that is way too real right there. sorry i swear everyone next week mercury will no longer be in retrograde and i will be able to um pull back all of my emotions and shove them back down into the box that i normally keep them in right underneath my spleen but right now i I seem to have sprung a leak (laughs) oh i I just love the idea that like somebody's gonna hear this for the first time and they're gonna look us up and the bio is on say comedians. And I just I think that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Highly depressed comedians. All right. Uh, well, we, we are comedians by trade, but we are also truth tellers. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Yo, if anyone ever calls me a truth teller, just punch them. For real. Karate chop them in the in the like the elbow or something. Knock we'll their do. elbow, the corner of their elbow into a table. <laughs> like really make them go ah make them rethink that uh-huh take it back you know take what I mean? it back because that is not who i am <laughs> uh, john gruden resigns as raiders coach over offensive emails uh john gruden has resigned as the coach of the las vegas raiders after emails he sent before being hired in 2018 contained racist homophobic and misogynistic comments uh, Gruden released a statement on Monday saying, I have resigned as head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. I love the Raiders and do not want to be a distraction. Thank you to all the players, coaches, staff, and fans of Raider Nation. I'm sorry I never meant to hurt anyone. Uh, he stepped down after New York Times reported that Gruden frequently used uh, misogynistic and homophobic language directed at Commissioner Roger Goodell and others in the NFL. Uh, special teams and assistant head coach, uh, Rich Basasia will take over on an interim basis. Okay, look, here's um, my question uh, to you. Talk to me. All right, so the first one, the first little email came out, right? 
Yeah. And he said something that was questionable that I think he tried to explain away as like a, uh, 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 like a, not a slur, but just like, he thought it was just a turn of phrase, which it is not. <laughs> I can't remember what it was, but it's something I was like, I don't know if I've heard that before, but it definitely, if I have, it wasn't positive. This don't look positive. Um, and it was just like, I don't have a racist bone in my body. I don't know who wrote that. I don't have a racist bone in my body. That is wild that I sent that email. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all the rest of them came out. Yeah. Right. They found the rest of them. And I mean, like within 30 minutes of that story hitting the New York Times, he was like, oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me um, how about I just let me just go and get up out of here. Mm-hmm. Like, so. But it was more of the same. Right. And they let him rock with this stuff for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I I. I saw some rumblings online as it was happening, and I was wondering, is it because of all of the stuff that he was saying, or was it because I believe he said something about, what's the dude's name, Roger? Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell. Didn't he say a little something about him? He def did. I mean, uh, a lot of the comments were directed at uh, at him directly just because of some of the decisions he had made as a uh, commissioner. So um, do we think that it's because it was directed at him and not necessarily the stuff that he was saying when it was more general? I, I think it's because of the amount of stuff. Hmm. I think uh I think uh Goodell would have let one slide, but like it was O D and it was as several people. It was just too much. I yeah. do like the idea of Goodell having that much ego, like Nabi, nah, you diss me once you gone. I don't care what happens. I mean, <laughs> I feel like when you're the commissioner of the NFL, you got a little bit of that. Yeah, that's fair. I ain't mad you at know? that. You know, but and also the first one that came out, I don't think it. He, the dude was still at ESPN, right? And I don't yeah. think he was talking shit about Goodell in that email, nah, was he? It, the first one was like uh, uh, he made a racist comment uh, about a, a black uh coach i believe okay um yeah he's referring to like his lips being big as like uh tires or something like that oh wow yeah yeah man so, yeah <laughs> jesus christ yeah and it was rough still, it was he would have skated he absolutely would have skated if they hadn't if i don't i wonder but i mean if you know you wrote all of those emails just a delusion to know that you wrote all of those emails and you got them bitches in the hopper because no old people don't know how to delete shit. Yep. So you don't know about taking anything out off of a server and none of that. You don't know how to encrypt <laughs> anything. You ain't writing this on WhatsApp. Like it, it's none of these are safe. Okay. None of these are safe. So, you know, you said this shit and then this one comes out and you got the gall to come out and be like, I, I don't, I don't know who, who I was in that moment. I, I don't have a racist bone. Literally said I don't have a racist bone in my body. Nah. Which we gotta change what it means to be. It's not the bones. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the bones. You're right. You don't got a racist bone in your body. You got a racist soul. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's not it's not in the bones, bones. at all. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, I uh I I I was bothered by obviously this just cause uh to me, it felt like, you know, 
like, damn, like you, winning really cures a lot because yeah. this guy basically won a championship and um, spent a ton of time doing a cush job at ESPN, got rehired on an insane contract. The contract was a uh, hundred million over, over 10 years for a coach. So he was getting paid more than any other coach per year and longer years after having not coached in years. Um, all because he had won before and, you know, had a really good uh, TV personality. But mm-hmm. now that this has come out, like, you got players that played with him, that played for him when he won in 2000 and whatever, like 2001 or two with Tampa Bay that are like, oh, yeah, he was racist back then. We just, you know, let it rock because he was a good coach. Right. You know, I'm like, damn, like, for, like it, it's not – like I, I love winning, but it is a line. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, um. I don't know. I'm I like I know winning cures all, but I didn't think it cured that. Like I Oh <laughs> yeah, that's one of the first thing it cures. <laughs> Yo. winning uh winning, especially when there's a lot of money involved in it, winning will cure um uh, any sort of racism, uh wild misogyny. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah, it'll 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 definitely beat all of that stuff. And um, all this, and I, I kind of like that it's, it's how all this is getting discovered. That is kind of cool because, like, all of this is because of the investigation that they've been doing into the Washington football team and their former leadership and how out of pocket they were with, like, you know, hiring hookers and. Uh, you know, there was a ton of like sexual assault issues and the team ownership originally not even wanting to change the name. Um, mm. That whole group um, has been removed, but they've been doing investigations into them to kind of like see how deep into the culture all of these issues were. And the only reason this got discovered is because of that investigation. John Gruden had emailed people while not working for any team, had emailed people that were working for the Washington football team. And okay. those emails were there. And they were like, oh, well, we should just continue down this rabbit hole. And they found a whole bunch of new shit, you know. But I, I kind of like that, like, the whole, like, you know, f- uh, fruit poison tree thing is kind of just getting rid of, like, uh, shitty people in more than one team, you know. So I'm with it, you know what I mean? Get rid of everybody evil. Yeah, so then how many other heads will roll, do you think? I'm hoping 25, 30. Let's go. Man, like, I imagine there are a lot of older dudes yeah. just, like, where is the delete? Because, <laughs> like, this is, like, such a huge, like, the NFL is, like, one of the uh, the uh, leagues that is most, like, African-American uh, populated by players. Mm-hmm. And over and over again, they don't hire uh, black leadership in terms of uh, ownership executives and particularly coaches. So mm-hmm. they had to, like, make a rule where every time there's an opening for a head coach – one of the three people interviewed has to be black or BIPOC. Mm-hmm. And they still kept not hiring. So, like, it didn't change the statistics of the hiring. There's, like, one dude that just, like, uh, I forget his name, one of the uh, the black, like, defensive coordinators, he was like, yeah, I just do these interviews every year for kicks. But, like, he never, he never was getting hired. Like, he just knew they were inviting him in to check the box. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I've done like 20 interviews over the last four years. This guy got hired for his second job, like his second job interview. Like it, it didn't add up anymore. So stuff like this hopefully brings more of that to light 
and kind of evens that playing field. Maybe, 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 put it out maybe. There. That's it. <laughs> we'll see. Puff Daddy, go buy a team. Jay Z, buy a team. Let's switch this up. You know what I mean? I don't. Yeah. Oprah, no. buy a team. No. Mm-mm. I don't want them to buy teams. Why not? Because they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Fair. So they're going to go into this that has been firmly established. And yes, it's going through a little upheaval right now, but it's still fairly firmly established. They're going to come in not knowing anything. They're going to get fucked over in some way that they're not going to see coming because they don't know how that mechanism works. And then people are going to be like, why'd they even buy a team anyway? They don't even know how it, and I don't want that for them. Um, You know, I mean, be quiet money. Okay. But back someone who knows what they're doing, but I don't want to know it. I don't want to know that you've backed someone who knows what they're doing. And the problem with that is, can they keep their mouths shut? Jay, up to a certain point. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, Diddy, Puff can't no. do that. Nah, Diddy don't do that. Diddy have, a, have all the negotiations on IG Live, so no. <laughs> Oh man, I ain't mad at that. Actually, you know, what I mean, I want to see all those negotiations. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in other news, uh, uh, lost seven hundred and seventy pounds of pot. This Florida sheriff wants to reunite you with your property. That's right. Uh, according to a Facebook post Wednesday from uh, Brevard County Sheriff's Office, someone has misplaced. 770 pounds of marijuana and the agency is actively seeking the rightful owner the cheeky mm-hmm. post with the headline brevard's county sheriff's office is attempting to return lost items also contains a picture of the gigantic stash that was reportedly seized from a storage unit in Vieira, florida uh if you happen to have lost or misplaced approximately 770 pounds of high-grade marijuana and would like to have your property returned Please contact our narcotics agents, and we will be more than happy to reunite you with your lost property, reads the caption. If the weed does indeed belong to you, the BCSO encourages you to head on down to the Criminal Investigation Services Building in Rockledge and claim your property with absolutely no strings attached. Once we properly identify you as the rightful owner, we will gladly return your property and also make sure that both you and your property are kept in a secure area so that no one can try to rip you off, concludes the guy. I, I don't understand this. <laughs> So is this this is a joke? This is them joking around? Yeah, I think uh the heads down there at the office are kind of just having a little fun. They're assuming uh, that nobody's gonna come back and claim this. Uh-huh. Um I'm assuming like I feel like I could I would claim it and say that I'm from another state that's legal and be like, I don't know how it ended up over there. You should find out who that criminal was. Right. But, but this, is, this mine. is all my stuff from Colorado. Word. Gotcha. Send that back. That is send that back. You want if you want to <laughs> go on and FedEx all that weed back to me. Yeah, I man. appreciate you. Let me know how much that run you. I, I, I chip in. Yeah, yeah. Put the insurance on it. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get a signature. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> uh, so this is like a cop's way of making a joke. Yeah, I mean they they don't do stand up. It's not they. <laughs> You know, <laughs> all right. Hey, well, trying. I will say the picture is like 
ridiculous. Like it is a lot. Seven hundred seventy pounds of weed looks insane. It's a lot of weed. It's a lot. It's a it's a lot of weed. It's it looks like one two three four five six seven eight, at least eight lunchroom tables. Yeah, piled high. That's diesel. That's that's a lot. So I mean, if you lost your weed in a storage unit in Brevard County, in Florida, <laughs> I mean, every everything that I add to that sentence just makes it sadder and sadder. But. <laughs> <laughs> how do they know it's high grade marijuana yeah somebody tested mm-hmm. this uh-huh we see you yeah that's that's how you write a post like this by you test you test this that, out first yeah that's what i'm saying i'm like i feel like perhaps you tested it uh-huh. to see how how high the grade was <laughs> yeah, and that number just seems weird who keeps 770 pounds I feel yeah. like it was eight hundred, a thousand, right. seven hundred seventy. Just a weird amount. Right. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, okay. man. For the plot thickens, bro. Uh, yeah, I don't trust it. Sheriff, <laughs> you looking wild? Thickens. Suspect over there, man. <laughs> Y'all wildin'? I've seen enough Miami Vice to know how how long does uh how long does weed stay good for? I don't know. That's another thing I'm wondering. How long yeah. How long does pot keep? Um, yeah. <laughs> does it go stale? And it does, doesn't it? I would assume so. Like, So, I th- like, is this just dried out? Are these just literally just just sticks and, like, just stems? <laughs> like, I mean, was it in – was the um, storage unit climate control? Right. Was like, it humid enough for the weed in there? These are real questions. Yeah. Because, like, and I don't know what the law situation is down there, but what if it's close? What if they're going to pass it in a year and you're this cop? You can keep all this for a year. Now it's legal next year. Now you just started a business. Yeah, I guess so. But where do you keep this much pot on ice or whatever it is that you got to keep <laughs> weed on? Apparently not a storage unit. Yeah. It did not work. Mm. Look into that, people. Florida. See what's going on down there. One of your sheriffs is acting up, kind of funny. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm, I'm highly suspicious of this whole interaction. You might smell it on him, or you might not, depending on how stale the weed was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, finally, we have a uh, new Superman comes out as bisexual in the up and coming comic. Uh, Superman's done a lot since he's first appeared in a comic book back in the '80s. Uh, he saved the world more than a few times. He's died and come back to life. But until this year, every comic iteration of Superman has been besotted. Okay, yes. that's a new word for me. I like mm-hmm. that one. Uh, with longtime love, Lois Lane. But in an up-and-coming issue of uh, new Superman series, the Man of Steel enters a queer relationship. The fifth issue of the DC comic series, Superman, Son of Kal-El, will confirm that the new Superman, John Kent, child of Clark Kent and Lane, is bisexual after falling for Jay Nakamura, a male reporter uh, at uh, DC announced this week. The Superman Son of Kal-El series follows Kent as he becomes Earth's new Superman and grapples with the immense weight of his new gig. Nakamura, a, a bespectable, a bespectable, bespectacled writer yes. 
Got it right, like the fourth time there. You working with me? <laughs> uh, with the bubblegum pink mop, first appeared in the series' third issue as a shoulder for Kent to lean on when business of being Superman gets too rough. Okay, all right, yeah, do it up. Okay, I all think, right. I mean, whatever, do you, Superman? Do you, yeah, I mean, you still, you still like, you know, um, climbing buildings in a single jump or whatever the phrase was, and uh stronger than a locomotive and saving the world. Yeah. I, I don't yeah, I don't yeah, care what you but... do on your free time, my G. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's your relationships, dude. You still gonna do the other stuff? That's that's all that's what I'm interested in as Superman <laughs> in my world. Like if you a real dude, yeah, that's cool. You I who you who you kissing is your business. That's awesome. Good for you. He seems like a good looking guy. <laughs> But you're still going to do the savings. That's what I'm concerned about. Right, yeah, with. that's what we want to know. Yeah, like, that's you're still going to do know. your job, right? Yeah. <laughs> don't don't be putting my distress calls on Reed. Don't leave my distress calls on Reed. <laughs> that's all I'm caring about here. The rest of that, yeah, that's that's great. I'm happy for you, bro. I'm digging it, though. Good for him. Yeah, I mean, good, good, good for John Kent, son yeah. of Clark Kent. Um, I wonder if he also needs glasses or... Well, wait, did Clark Kent actually need glasses, or was that just his... Yeah, I was just his, like, uh, costume. Yeah, I guess so. Nah. What do you even... Uh, I got so many questions that have nothing to do with the fact that he's making out with this young man. Good for him. <laughs> I'm glad someone's getting it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Go get yours, Superman. Go out go. here struggling. I don't yeah. want to see Superman on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see Superman on Tinder. Like, this, I, I would feel terrible for my friends. Like, that. that's too much to compete against. That's not Yeah, fair. well, let me tell you something. As somebody who has spent almost 72 hours on Tinder... <laughs> Cumulatively, okay. <laughs> um, a very big thing that guys were doing in their profile pictures, okay, was opening up a dress shirt and a jacket to show like a Superman T-shirt, the emblem underneath, as if they were Superman. Wow, there was a lot of that. <laughs> there was so much of that. <laughs> Shots tied to you superheroes, okay? Oh my god. It's over. It was yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> oh man. If uh you would like to help Shalewa pay for a Tinder Prime or Pro No, no, because I'm sure those guys all are jokers or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that. I do not want to pay for Tinder Plus or whatever it is where I'm going to end up with a bunch of Batmans. Those guys are crazy. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. <laughs> All you got to do is like and subscribe. Uh, if you're an Apple listener, uh, we appreciate your ratings. Sincerely, it helps out the show. Uh, four stars. You a Superman hater, okay? <laughs> you don't want him making out with the pink-haired dude. That's a problem with you. Mm-hmm. Get over it. Five star, you on board. You actually recommending other differently colored hair people to him too. You know what I mean? Why not? You're Give him to hook him up. Yeah. <laughs> With your green haired friend. Superman needs wing people. You know? Why not? He could fly, but it's a different kind of thing. You know? <laughs> 
if you have any articles you'd like us to cover, uh, DM us directly on Twitter or Instagram at Silky Jumbo at Gastramonte. Uh, shouts to the Realist23 for uh, DMing us with one of the articles. Um, Hannah, thanks to uh, David Rivers who uh, sent me uh, an article uh, about uh, soup teas, which I thought was great. Uh, with all that said, uh, my name is Gastramonte, always with the homie Chalet with Shop. It's been a war report. Catch y'all next time. Peace. Catch y'all next week. Peace.